Hello, this is Eden on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Welcome back to my show, Garden of Eden. It's Garden of Eden, and I'm your host. I talk about what I like most. Garden of Eden! (laughs) Let's talk TikTok. TikTok is a social media app that has taken the world by storm. What is TikTok? Where did it come from? What makes it so popular? And what are the pros and cons? Those are the questions we'll be trying to answer today. For any teenagers listening, this part may be a little redundant, but I want to start out explaining what TikTok is for those who aren't familiar with it. TikTok is a social media platform for creating and sharing short videos, which are anywhere from 15 to 60 seconds. These videos span all sorts of genres, such as dance, comedy, and education. It sounds pretty simple, right? The idea of the app may be, but below the surface, the complexities of TikTok are expansive. There's more to it than meets the eye, Uh, But before we get into all of that, let's establish where TikTok came from. It all started with a multinational internet technology company called ByteDance. ByteDance, founded in 2012 and headquartered in Beijing, is TikTok's parent company. In 2016, ByteDance launched an app in China called Douyin. Because of its success in China, ByteDance brought Douyin internationally, changing its name to TikTok but keeping it Douyin in China. The company then bought Musical.ly, which at the time was another popular social media platform centered around short-form videos, for a reported $1 billion. Users from Musical.ly then like migrated to TikTok, creating a fairly substantial user base right off the bat. TikTok's introduction and rapid rise to popularity hasn't been without controversy. One is its potential threat to national security out of fear that ByteDance could be used as a tool by the Chinese government. Because of this, it was actually almost banned by the Trump administration last year. Overall, China has a lack of data protection laws, which causes people to fear that data will be exploited. These worries are founded on a lot of speculation, so I won't be diving into this too much throughout this episode. Anyway, ByteDance, which created Douyin, which expanded internationally by the name TikTok and then merged with Musical.ly, phew, (laughs) was a blockbuster hit. I'll try to express how prolific TikTok has been by reading off some statistics. As of January 2021, the platform has 689 million monthly active users worldwide. In both 2019 and 2020, it was the most downloaded app, and in total has been downloaded over 2 billion times. And that kind of begs the question, who are these 2 billion people? It turns out that 62% of U.S. TikTok users are between the ages of 10 and 29. So generally speaking, it's teenagers. This doesn't come as that much of a surprise because this is pretty universal across most mainstream social media platforms. The proof is in the stats. TikTok, like I said before, has really taken the world by storm. How though? Like why TikTok over everything else? What makes it so special? 
This is where we dive into the black hole that is the TikTok algorithm. I guess a good place to start is explaining how TikTok is configured. When you go on the app, it opens to something called your For You page. This is a feature that that really sets TikTok apart. On other popular social media apps, you choose who you follow, whether that be like your friends or your family or celebrities or whoever else. And then the content those people post is the content you see when you open the app. But for TikTok, this is not the case. The main page, rather than being chosen by you, is chosen by an algorithm, which is engineered to present you with videos that you'll enjoy. You have to go to like a separate page to see only content from the people you follow. On apps like Instagram and Facebook, where you only see posts from your followers, there's a limited amount of content you can scroll through because you reach a point where there's not really much else to see that's interesting to you. On TikTok, because your For You page isn't limited by the number of people you follow, there is no end to the amount of content you can scroll through. Like, you can just scroll for hours and hours and hours on the main page and never reach a bottom. TikTok also eliminated the need for you to refresh your feed to see new posts, making it even easier to just spend so much time on it and just scroll and scroll and scroll. And as you do all of this scrolling, as you interact with more and more videos, the TikTok algorithm gets better and better at customizing your For You page. Its algorithm is known for just being like absolutely insane. It uses factors such as what posts you like and comment on, where you're located, who you follow, and tons more to personalize the videos you see. This plays a huge role in what makes the app so addicting. It's almost guaranteed that you'll enjoy most of the content you see. I mean, already we can begin to see the intricacies of the TikTok algorithm. The algorithm is what makes TikTok so incredibly popular. It has two main functions. First is curating your For You page deciding like what videos you'll like, which we kind of already touched on. The second main function of the algorithm is identifying who has the greatest potential to become popular and subsequently putting those videos on the For You page for hundreds or thousands or even millions of people to see. Arguably the most controversial way TikTok decides who should go viral is something called the beauty algorithm. It helps explain why TikTokers are so disproportionately pretty. It's not coincidental that the vast majority of TikTokers that have gone viral in a short amount of time are attractive. And they also often have very similar attributes and facial features. This is because TikTok uses an intricate algorithm to measure the attractiveness of users. Like, this part is just, like, mind-blowing to me. First, I want to explain how such an algorithm is able to exist in the first place. And I'll do my best with this part, because, honestly, I don't really understand it myself. (laughs) 
We'll see how this goes. There's a field of study called anthropometry, which is the scientific study of the measurements and proportions of the human body. It especially does so on a comparative basis. Often, anthropometric researchers measure differences among ethnicities. It comes as no surprise that it was incorporated by proponents of eugenics, which is a practice that sought to control human reproduction by limiting it to people with, quote, desirable attributes. Though modern day, it does have practical applications, especially in the area of genetic research. Anyway, anthropometrics can measure things like nose width, forehead inclination, and bone structure, and then evaluate how far an individual's measurements deviate from the averages expected for their race. And now how this kind of relates more to the TikTok beauty algorithm, facial recognition technology can be used to both recognize and measure people's faces, and then an algorithm can be used to evaluate the degree of fit with ideal averages that are provided by anthropometrics. And from there, what's called a beauty score is provided to kind of gauge what that person's quote level of beauty is. Humans can evaluate the accuracy of this result and refine it as far as they want to to be as accurate as possible. It gets so much more technical than that and so much more complicated, but I probably wouldn't do a very good job explaining it, and I think that that's the gist of it. But the largest issue with the TikTok algorithm's use of anthropometrics is that the system is based on white and Asian faces and fails to account for darker skin tones. The beauty algorithm can also sample skin texture at points that most people have blemishes or irregularities. So basically, it can just select the people who align most with our societal standards of what is beautiful. I think that there's a lot of questions that one might have in the morals of that. It feels really wrong to me and also just, yeah, it feels so bizarre that that's the basis, that's the standard, that's what plays at least some role in what dictates the popularity of a creator or a specific video. Though I will say it's unclear the ways this beauty score affects video popularity or the strengths of its influence in the area that it, that it affects. The most plausible explanation as to what factors the TikTok algorithm gathers in order to decide what will be popular and go viral is that there's a ton of different things that determine it. So maybe the beauty algorithm plays a role, likes, comments, engagement in a short amount of time, a lot of different things. It's hard to say for sure. I feel like this episode has been very, very dense so far. Uh, This has been a lot of information that I've thrust at you. And now we'll move more into the pros and cons of TikTok. This is more the, the opinionated section, the part when I get super biased. Because I don't know if you can tell by this episode so far, I'm not the biggest fan of TikTok. So by doing pros and cons, I'm trying to do a both sides kind of thing. I want to acknowledge that TikTok does have positives before I get into the very sprawling list of cons I have, I have crafted. Okay, let's get into this. So the, the pros of TikTok, 
the algorithm allows many people to gain attention more so than like any other social media platform people who are like small creators um small musicians small artists can have a platform to spread their work and grow for example artists like Lil Nas X Doja Cat Benny and Conan Gray have gained a lot of popularity from TikTok even if some of them were popular before TikTok definitely, definitely helped them expand. Another pro is that TikTok has innumerable communities, making all different types of people feel accepted and like they have a place. For example, the LGBTQIA community in particular has flourished on TikTok, so a lot, a lot more people can, can be themselves. TikTok is also an easy way to learn about new fashion trends and develop your style and get inspiration from others. And there are educational videos on all sorts of things, uh, and that, that can be super nice. And the last pro I will name off, though I'm sure there's others that I missed, is that it's fun. The app is fun to use. It's no wonder that a ton of teenagers enjoy using it and that the base is made up of teenagers. It's entertaining. So that's my list of pros and now on to the cons. Uh, which I, I know I'm acknowledging right now, I'm acknowledging that I am biased and opinionated on this topic and that I can be a little dramatic sometimes, so I might be taking these things farther than they are. But I think analyzing this is super interesting. So I'm just going to let myself do it. I'm going to let myself have this one and enjoy ranting about the cons of TikTok. The first one, which is a big one, is underage teens and children exploiting their bodies for views. The way that virality works on TikTok makes it so that fame and popularity is actually within reach for kind of the average teenager, the average person. And that lore makes people go to extremes so that they can ride the wave of TikTok fame. And ways that a lot of people do this is by sexualizing themselves, doing sexual dances, and creating other kinds of videos that are a little bit inappropriate, being pushed by, by teenagers, people who are under 18. It's honestly, it's practically normal now to just see videos of teens dancing like like they're adults. And the biggest issue with this is that in order to get on the For You page, which is how you gain popularity, you have to be public. So everyone has to be able to see your videos. Anyone can click on your profile and view what you post, even if it wasn't your intention for them to in the first place. So predators exist on TikTok. I could probably say a lot more on that point, but I'm going to move on to the next one, which is kids growing up too fast, which kind of relates to the last one. This is an odd one that I've observed. This, again, this I said that this section contains a lot of opinion, so people could probably fight me on this. I feel like what I have been seeing on social media lately is that younger and younger generations of kids are becoming engaged with social media platforms and trying to present themselves like everyone else they see. So they'll look at like 17, 18, 19 plus creators and try to replicate what they're doing 
And this often involves like dressing in a really, really mature way and also spending a lot of time on their phones and through the For You page being exposed to all sorts of mature content that in my opinion might not be the best idea. I think overall TikTok can be a lot more toxic for children and by children I mean like young teenagers middle school age than it is for older people. Oh my gosh, the, this is this is dense. There are a lot of cons of TikTok and I feel like I could just say so much on all of these and I'm missing stuff. But whatever, I'm doing the best I can. The next one, which is a real problem, is racism. We talked about anthropometrics and the way that the beauty algorithm is designed to acknowledge beauty in only white and Asian people. And there's on the other end, this new idea of, quote, dark humor, which isn't really humor at all, where people just make racist videos that they claim are funny. And I think that it's it's horrible. It's a real problem. And this also stems back to what people will do to gain popularity because of the accessibility of fame on TikTok. People will, will go so far to gain popularity that they will say and do offensive things and what we've been seeing in the news repeatedly throughout the past few years is videos being leaked to teenagers schools of them saying things that are offensive and then getting rescinded by colleges being in the news and having their lives like basically be ruined because they decided that it was somehow okay to act in these in these horrible ways yeah i i'm not sure I I feel like I'm not profound enough to be able to explain the nuances of all of these different situations. (laughs) Yet another thing in my eyes that makes TikTok kind of problematic are the beauty standards that it perpetuates. There's this really bizarre obsession with beauty on TikTok, but it's inevitable. You're posting a video of yourself. Oftentimes, it's a video of you dancing, and that's just like a picture. Yeah, there's even videos on TikTok where someone who is attractive will just sit in front of the camera and music will play in the background they'll just sit there that's it that's the whole video and when you're constantly being presented with pretty people it's easy to compare yourself and at the end of the day you can't really blame tiktok or the tiktok algorithm for this you kind of have to blame society for creating the standards in the first place it's just that tiktok kind of puts them on blast And kind of connected also to the beauty standards is the way that TikTok can affect mental health. Many trends, for example, involve showing off your body. And those can be dangerous for people who struggle with unhealthy eating habits or even eating disorders. I think overall the pressure to look like the people that you're watching and and be able to present yourself like the, the people that you're watching can be really destructive. And... The fact that the For You page presents all sorts of content that you don't really get to regulate means that triggering content can be presented to you unexpected. Wow, this is just like, this is such such a list, and I feel like I'm not even scratching the surface. Another issue with TikTok, this is the main reason why I personally don't have the app downloaded and never want to. That is phone addiction and the way that it consumes so much of your time and so much of your attention. The app is designed to be addicting. 
It's designed to make it so that you want to keep scrolling and keep scrolling and you'll be entertained for hours and hours. Screen consumption among teenagers was crazy high even before TikTok existed with other social media platforms. But TikTok just makes it so much worse and uses these strategies that seem so manipulative. Basically, everyone I know who's on TikTok regularly says that in some form they're addicted to it. They don't necessarily mind it, but they'll all say like, oh yeah, I'm so addicted to TikTok. It's just, it's part of having the app. It's part of like, it's like the the risk benefit type thing, I guess. Um, and I just, I don't like the idea that I could literally sit on my phone and spend four hours scrolling on TikTok. And that's time that I could spend doing so many other things. So, wow, wow, wow. I, I'm so sorry that I just hit you with that list of things I, I dislike about TikTok. That was the list of cons that I came up with, but just have a feeling I'll listen back on this episode sometime and be like, gosh, there were so many that I didn't mention. But I do think it is time to conclude this episode. I think like in my social media series that I did, go check that out if you haven't. It's on Spotify. You can find it. It's hard to come to a conclusion on what the future of TikTok is how this will affect teenage generations, if it will affect teenage generations at all. Because honestly, sometimes when I discuss TikTok, it makes me feel like a Luddite who's rejecting technology that might not even be all that harmful. It makes me feel very, very dramatic. But it's like, it's my generation of people that seems to be most impacted by TikTok. And I just... Honestly, I just want it to go away and I don't mean to discredit the people who get a lot of benefit from the app and have a lot of enjoyment because I completely understand that. I know that if I downloaded it onto my phone and started using it, I would instantly become addicted to it and spend a ton of time on it. And I guess that's the scariest thing. I also think one thing I got to mention in this conclusion of sorts is that it's fascinating the way TikTok utilizes artificial intelligence and like these this facial recognition thing and refine this algorithm so far that it, it basically like it can it knows who you are and what you'll like. It's interesting to me because technology is advancing so fast and I feel like out of all of the social media apps, TikTok is so far ahead and that things like it will be appearing more and more in the coming years, in the coming decades. Um, and it will be interesting to see what that is. I guess that's that's all I have, isn't it? Uh, maybe if I feel like there are some holes in this episode, I will do a part two of, of, of talking about TikTok. I feel like it wouldn't have been a bad idea to have split this in two. But I hope... Someone listening got some enjoyment out of this. I get really passionate about issues of social media and the way that teens interact with social media, the way that it influences society. So I'm not sure that this was interesting to anybody else except for me to sit here and talk about for so long by myself. Anyway, I hope you have a great rest of your day and that you don't think about the cons of TikTok too much because it can get pretty dark. Yeah, that for now, this has been Eden on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge with my show, Garden of Eden. 
which you can listen to every Saturday at 10 a.m.